What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to What Girl and Her Mother-in-Law. Happy fucking Thursday. What are we grateful for, Geraldine? I am grateful for my screwdriver. (laughs) Look at you. You remembered what it was called. I'm having a day and, you know, it's got to be five o'clock somewhere, we think, maybe, possibly, but Alyssa hooked me up. She said, she's like, maybe I need a drink. And I was like, and and then I, usually you're like, no, no, no. And then she looked at me and she was like, are you offering? And I was like, oh, I'll okay, right we're having one of those days. I was like, I got you. It's so silly, but yeah. It's going to be a silent killer for sure. Huh? It's going to be a silent killer. Yeah. You said you couldn't taste it, but yeah. I definitely oh, no, put like it's hitting a me. shot and a half. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you need. So guys, listen, also, I just, I just told, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I did orange juice. It makes it acceptable. <laughs> it, yeah, it's acceptable. <laughs> I also just told Alyssa that editing the last episode, I fucking, I'm a dumbass, guys. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys now so that I don't get messages. Although I'll probably get messages anyway. I didn't notice. It's utensils, guys. It's utensils. Forks, knives, spoons, knives, knives. <laughs> They're utensils. I have no idea why. Yes, by last episode I said utensils, utensils. not once but twice. I did not hear listening. it at all. And I tried to self-correct and I said utensils. You were like, like I mean utensils. Uh, utensils. You did? <laughs> I didn't even notice Fuck. that. Not once but twice. And I'm listening and I'm like, I wish I could just insert my voice saying it the proper just a voice way. Over, oh. And it just all of a sudden it comes in louder. Utensils. <laughs> you like Siri. Utensils. Like Siri. Utensils. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, your girl's got a lot on her mind and I, I don't know. But I'm like, utensils, Jerry. And That's funny. There's so many times that listening back, it's horrible. Uh-huh. It's hard. It's a. I've learned from it because there's times that you'll say something you actually did in the last episode where it's like I don't even hear it, and oh, I feel really? like bad because it sounds like I'm rude and I'm just ignoring you. But I literally don't like you didn't hear me say utensils not once but twice yesterday. Yeah. I I don't remember what you said yesterday. But I was like, like Damn, oh, I completely didn't. I didn't that. even acknowledge that you spoke, and I'm like, that's fucked up. So, was it during you speaking? Was I speaking over you? I think like you, like I said something, and then you commented uh-huh. or said something, and then I kept going without even Which acknowledging what you fine. said. It happens. I'm not like that, you know me, because I do it. Yeah, but I listen to it, and I'm like, wow, that sounds like I'm a shitty person, not even to acknowledge you. But guys, I'm I'm not. I mean, I guess maybe I'm a shitty person sometimes. Uh, aren't we all? <laughs> but um, I I honestly didn't even hear uh-huh. like what you said. Like there was one time that we were recording and you said something, <laughs> and then like when you finished talking, I was like, yeah, and da 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 da, and you're like, Jerry, I literally just said oh, that. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you well, did. That's because you're distracted, like looking up something or something. Uh, yeah, uh, you're not like just, looking at me, listening. But I think you know, I think these last two episodes, my brain is even more so jammed yeah. with a lot of things, yeah. and I just. Mm. Yeah. It also probably sounds more dramatic when you're listening back because I'm so loud and clear, but we're across from each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're like, how did I not hear that? Yeah. But I'm like probably maybe talking quietly into my mic and you can't really hear me that much. <laughs> you know Just I mean? maybe my mind can't. <laughs> I can't do two things at once anymore. I can't. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I was trying to watch back my vlog yesterday and I would like because like while I'm watching it, I like link everything in the description, right? Like shit that I talk about, things that I buy on Amazon, what I'm wearing, whatever it is. I try to link everything for people. So while I'm watching it back, I take my time to do that. And if I get distracted finding a link for something, 
I'm like, fuck, I was just not listening to the last five minutes of that. And I have to go back. Well, I mean, so annoying. Yeah, it is. Because my vlogs are like an hour long. Like the podcast is like freaking hour long. You're like, fuck, I wasn't listening. I mean, that's exactly what I did to her yesterday. I literally was like, Liz, was there anything that needs to be edited out? Because I sat there listening to the whole hour episode, but my mind was somewhere else. I was doing other things and I'm like, I did not hear. And I actually rendered it out and was about to post it. And then I'm like, I'll just have to listen to it back later. And there were a couple of little cuts of silences and shit yeah. like that, which wouldn't have been a big deal. No, like, but I'm like casual like that. Yeah. But holy shit. Yeah. So my mind is super <laughs> distracted yet. Got, I mean, lately guys. So I apologize. <laughs> I apologize for calling them utensils instead of utensils. <laughs> I feel like you can't even tell the difference. Even you're saying it right now, like utensils, 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 utensils. I feel like you can't even really tell. Oh, well, uh, that's probably why I didn't notice. It's not that I big think, of a difference. I think, I think I'm a little drunk. I think us talking here, like, it doesn't sound different, but I think on, on the uh, mic. Yeah. It uh. really was like, utensils. Like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is a utensil, Jerry? And then I said it again. Wasn't it be like that? Uh. Remember when I got my purse? Oh. I got <laughs> scolded for that one. <laughs> Gavinci? I was like, guys, this is, I've never bought a designer purse. This is clearly why. <laughs> like, it's Givenchy, okay? And then Zane got me on the Porsche. It's Porsche. Porsche. Yeah. Like, that sounds like a woman's name. Porsche. I've always known it as Porsche, but he's like, no, that's how it's pronounced. And I'm like, I why know. does it end in an E? I'll always pronounce it Porsche, though, but it is Porsche. But he's like, that's like saying Gavinci <laughs> or Quesadilla. I'm like, <laughs> fuck, okay, I don't want to be that bitch. He's like, he's like, have you ever, because we've been discussing like my luxury car when I become pregnant and a mom and I get my little SUV and he, we were talking about Porsches. And he was like, if you fucking like did a vlog and got a Porsche and he said Porsche, you would be beaten to the ground. Like no one would ever let that go. I'm like, okay, true. I did feel embarrassed about the purse thing. So I'm like, I don't want to be the one that says quesadilla. My dad. My dad says quesadilla. He's hysterical. He don't do that on a joke. Like he's serious. Like, is that how he or I think it, now that we've corrected him so many times, he knows. Oh. But before that, no, I was like, Dad, it's not quesadilla. It's quesadilla. But he's just, he's white. What can he do? He's just a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're white and it shows, so. Wait, can I tell you a funny story? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm getting off track. You're fine. She's getting flush. I can, she's touching her cheeks. All right, definitely I'm getting that warm, fuzzy feeling. <laughs> That's what we wanted. That's all we want. Yeah, you took it off, man. Yeah. Um, Ever was listening. You know, he's air quotes, studying for his citizenship test, right? Uh You know, he wants to take it, but if we're just watching TV, he'll sit there and you see, you know, he always takes a test and he's like, look, I just got a hundred or whatever. So the other day we're in the car for Elias parade and he's watching videos of like, um, acted out sort of like actual, not actual, but it's showing you like what an actual, interview would look like okay so the guy is the the examiner is talking in spanish so he's like telling you like this is how it's gonna go um the guy may say this or that and he says it in spanish and then he says it in english right this way for the spanish speakers they understand exactly what whatever so the guy goes and then in america you choose was the word right but the guy had a heavy accent and he kept saying in America, you can choose. 
<laughs> but he was saying like shoes, like sapatos, uh, uh-huh. and all. I was sitting there going. If if ever didn't know the difference, ever would go in there and be like, yeah, in America, you shoes. Oh. <laughs> you have a right to shoes. Oh, okay, and, okay. But you in America, you have a right to choose. Right. But he was pronouncing it shoes. shoes and I was crying because I'm like, <laughs> what if ever didn't no. get it or yeah. had a heavy accent and would go, in America, I have a right to shoes. Like, shoes. Yeah. I thought that they would actually, like okay yeah, because yeah, they know they but i was accent, just like yeah. ever i mean but this That's is somebody funny. who's making a video an actual like a professional professional yeah. um agent who interviews people you right. think he would pronounce choose like choose 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 you have in america you know Alyssa, in america you have a right to choose <laughs> that is true does that sound he terrible coming from me he wouldn't be wrong it's not bad what i'm saying right now right what do you mean Am I sounding... Like offensive? Yeah. I I don't want to be offensive. My boyfriend's Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) Can we... Can we start all this My boyfriend. You have never... Tell me you've never done that since you guys are married. You've never done that. Honestly, he's my husband. I know. Have you ever done that? It's not like you're newly engaged. No. What the fuck? My boyfriend is Spanish. I don't have a boyfriend, I promise. Now you have to keep all of this in. It's the screwdriver. I'm apologizing in advance if I'm if, if I'm offending anybody with shoes and shoes. Holy dog, man. The fuck? She, you know, maybe she added a little extra extra. My drink, each drink. I really, you know, I did the one ounce, and then I was like, "But the point is, she wants to feel a little something." So oh, I was I'm like, "Let me do another it. half ounce." But I was like, two is too many." Mm-hmm. It might have been like one and three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> and then I did the nugget ice, so it like watered oh, it down because nugget ice, you know, melts a little faster. It was delish. Okay, good. All right, I, I, I pro- I'm. <laughs> that was funny. I pulled myself together. <laughs> Alyssa, yes, sir. What are you grateful for today? Broadway shows. Yay! <laughs> so, did somebody go to a Broadway show? <laughs> that just reminded me of Blue's Clues. We're like Dora. Did anyone see my map? <laughs> did someone go to a Broadway show? <laughs> and you look at the TV. <laughs> me, I did. <laughs> what color are my socks? Blue. <laughs> that was a tangent. Wow, Anyways, guys! I didn't have any vodka. I promise. <laughs> I'm just off the she rocker She was just down there day. drinking it right out the bottle. I, I slipped the shot before. <laughs> no, I didn't. I had vodka sodas yesterday, so I'm good. Soda. I don't know why I made that plural. I had one. Anyways, yes, went to a Broadway show uh, with my friend Fran. Haven't seen her in literally months. Um, isn't it funny how, like, like, she lives in Staten Island. She's, like, not that far. But, like, it is far. Because it's, like, the sitting in traffic or, like, the trains and shit. It makes it a hassle. Like, she's not that far. We're in the same state. Yeah. But it makes it, like, a hassle to see each other, for sure. But anyways, yeah. We went to a Broadway show. It was called Once Upon a Time. Watched the whole fucking show, and I have to double-check the name of it. Once Upon a Time. Broadway show. It's in previews. Oh, no, it's called Once Upon a One More Time. Once upon a one more Once time. Once upon a one more time. <laughs> I knew it was something else. Um, yeah, it's a Broadway show about all the princesses. So there's Cinderella, Belle, Snow White, Rapunzel, all of them. 
And, um, but all of the music is Britney Spears. <laughs> so it's hysterical. It was so funny. Okay. Like there were times where I was like crying, crying, laughing. Yes. Was it the best show ever? And I would tell people to go run and see it. Absolutely not. But were we laughing at how like silly it was? Yeah. So, and like that, that's the point, right? right. When you walk you, away from a show, you, you want to enjoy it yourself. Enjoy that's yourself. It. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't going expecting like this crazy plot or like this like really serious depth, show. Right. Yeah. Or like, like the one Zane and I just saw like Life of Pi. Like that was a very serious topic. Like da da da. This was like, you're going into it like it's the princesses with Britney Spears music. You're not expecting that's anything that's going to make you feel something funny. in your heart, you know? So, yeah, it was really funny. And Justin Guarini, mm-hmm. he was in it. Okay. He was and Prince Charming. How, oh. Wow. Loved, loved. Really? Yeah. Uh, that was a big reason why I wanted to go. My friend Fran got tickets and she invited me. And I was like, oh my God, Justin Guarini. And she was like, huh? I'm like, American Idol, like Kelly Clarkson, like first season of American Idol. I was like, Justin to Kelly, have you never watched that movie? Please tell me you've watched that movie. I haven't. We've talked about this before. Yes, we have. Okay, Justin to Kelly was my shit. Like, I remember seeing it in the movie theater when it came out. Like, I was obsessed. Had it on DVD. It was like the era of like Aquamarine, Mm -hmm. like Step Up with Channing Tatum, like those kind of movies. Like, I had them all on DVD and I would watch them all over and over again. So it was really cool. To see Justin Guarini. All grown up. All grown up acting in on a Broadway. Broadway. Show. Wow. And come to find out, I looked at his Instagram after, and he actually has been in a lot of Broadway shows. I didn't know that he was like a Broadway star really? now. Yeah. Um, but he was really good. Fran was like, he was kind of like the best part of the show. Like, he was so funny. Um, and yeah, it was just funny whenever they would break out into song because it wasn't like Broadway. It was like Britney Spears music. <laughs> like... Womanizer, woman, womanizer, womanizer. <laughs> like all the princesses like singing. And they just made it really funny. So yeah, we enjoyed that. And even though like it wasn't the best show I've ever seen, it's just I love Broadway shows. You guys know that. So it's just fun to just get out. And, and it was nice seeing a friend that you oh, haven't seen yeah. for a bit. You we had know, so much to catch up Unwinding, on. Unwinding. Yeah, yeah. Letting loose, like in laughing, enjoying yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Before that, we went out to dinner to a place that she had recommended, like a sushi spot, which you guys know is my fucking favorite. Um, so that was delicious. We had like our vodka drinks and just chilled for a while and then went to the show. And we made it like perfect timing. And it worked out actually that one of her friends that I've met a few times at like mutual gatherings was there too and lives on long island so we got to train back together so i wasn't alone late at night oh nice so that worked out perfect too and she was a reader so we both got to read our books oh that's very good after chatting for a bit of course but yeah it was nice it was a nice time so that's what i'm grateful for beautiful broadway shows very fun i'm very fortunate that like i get hooked up all the time fran's in the industry so she gets hooked up all the time so it's like uh, I can't even tell you the last time I paid for a Broadway show, which is like so such a blessing. It's amazing. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I did pay for one that I'm going to next week. My manager is coming to New York. She lives in California. And she texted me and she was like, have I talked about this on the podcast? If I have, I'm so sorry. I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, she texted me and she was like, do you want to take me to my first Broadway show ever? And I was like, if you go with anyone else, like, I would be so offended. No, I didn't actually say that. But like, I would. <laughs> like, yes, I want to go with you. And um, I'm taking her to Michael Jackson. Such a, show, yeah, yeah. such a good show, yeah. Such a good show. So good, I would pay for it and see it again. Mm-hmm. Like, such a good show. And I think it's a perfect show for someone's first show. You yeah. know what I mean? And, like, 
as long as you like like michael, michael jackson because i know yeah. people have like opinions and stuff so yeah, i was like yeah. do you like michael jackson and she was like yes and i was like perfect we're going to this i think the acting is great i think the music is great obviously because it's all michael jackson mm-hmm. you know it all and i think the visuals are the sick. visuals were beautiful so yeah. it's like all three of those it's good acting good music good visuals great like, show yeah yeah so i'm gonna take her to that um but yeah that was awesome. a tangent but awesome, very awesome, exciting awesome. and that's that that's all I've got. We recorded yesterday. Can you guys tell? <laughs> She's drunk. <laughs> She's got a boyfriend. Oh, She's my God. <laughs> it's a good thing Evan doesn't listen to these all the time because he'd be like, wait, you have a boyfriend? He'd be like, why'd that slip out? It's like, uh, no, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> One is more than enough. <laughs> I don't need any more testosterone in my night, in my life. My contact is <laughs> bothering me. Sorry. Oh, my allergies? I'm not sniffly. I'm not coughing. Nothing. My eyes? I can't stop itching them. Mm. I can't, I, the amount of eye drops don't help. Nothing is helping. It's always my right eye that bothers me. And for the longest time, when I was going through it, and I actually apologized, I would... She would fit me for new contacts, try another prescription. She would call me. I got them in, take them home, see how you like them. I hate them. They feel uncomfortable. Mm. I realized not long after that that it was my eyelash problem because my eyelash gets stuck on the contact, which makes it not I was thinking about that when this was happening to me. But then my friend Brenna was over the other day and she's like, my eyes are so itchy. I was like, oh, okay. And I also was like, oh my God, is LASIK fucking LASIK's up? LASIK's fucking your eyes yeah. up? But then she was like, no, my eyes are so fucking itchy. Yeah. I was so. like, it's probably just allergies. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I need to uh, have my daughter pluck my eyes again. Yeah. And um, I want to get eye drops because they are itchy and they can't like rub your eyes with contacts in them, you right, know? It's right, like, right, right. So. I know, I get yeah, nervous rubbing them crazy. so much, but I have to. And once I start, like now I'm probably not going to be able to stop. It's annoying, right? Fucking eyes. It's never happened to me. I feel like every year. As you get older, I'm I can't you, you fucking fall though. apart. You fall apart as you get older. But something different. Dude. Ever and I last night, last night, yeah, last night we were talking, and Aaliyah had said, "No, whatever, it doesn't matter." Um, it was the day Aaliyah was marching in the parade, so it's like, man, I'm just so tired. And he's like, "I like sleepy tired or like physically tired?" She's like, "No, I'm physically tired." You know, that day was a gorgeous, beautiful day. The sun was strong. She had to walk the parade a couple of miles. You know, not a big deal. But when you're full up in all the gear, yeah, on a hot day, she was hot. And um, I was like, damn, I said, 
wait until you get my age. No, because Ever goes, Aaliyah, wait till you get my age. You're really going to be tired. And I looked at him, I'm like, wait till you get my age. (laughs) (laughs) I'm one-upping you right now because it only gets worse. It's Mm -hmm. crazy. Like everything as you get older, because I never had allergies either until a few years ago. Yeah. And um, this year, I mean, I've been better. It's bothering me again. But Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you start, your body definitely starts taking like a. That and then I get some sneezes too. Mm. But thankfully, I'm I can't like the stuffy nose, or, like the runny nose. It, oh, it irritates the shit out of me. Or like Zane gets the pressure. Yeah, I get the pressure. Yeah, I get the pressure. Yeah. And I don't think my eye is necessarily allergies. I think it might just be the little eyelashes, but who knows? Mm-hmm. But I have to go get contact drops. Mm-hmm. Drops for like con- that you can use when you have contacts in your eye. Because mm-hmm. they drive me crazy. Yeah. Anyway, like that tis the season. There's a layer of green all over everything. Everything. I have to turn the pool filter on, actually. Um. So yeah, that's it. I'm getting a new fridge delivered today. It's exciting. So exciting. I'll update you guys when that comes. It's what like else? a fridge right out of like the Jetsons. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it sounds like. Great. Yeah, it's got all the features. All the the Memorial Day sales were just crazy. Yeah, it's huh? like half it's off. Sick. You can't even. Yeah, like, why it's like not? if I want one, why? Yeah. And I yeah. want to smash the Brita with a hammer. I won't because Zane's going to put it downstairs, but I just want to so bad. <laughs> I just hate filling that thing. Well, it's funny because I have the refrigerator. I have water in my refrigerator, but I feel like it doesn't come out fast enough. So I still mm-hmm. have the Brita anyway. Right. You know, I, I have a zero. Same shit, though. But, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which it's just a pain in the ass. First of all, it takes up so much counter space. Right? It's so annoying. But um, yeah. It's just not my favorite. But luckily, this fridge that I got has an automatic pitcher filler the fuck crazy man. right infuser yeah you can filler. yeah you can put like some fruit in there if you want to a couple of different ice cube choices yeah she's got the fancy fans the bougie refrigerator <laughs> i mean listen you're here this is your house you're gonna be here forever and exactly. ever and yep why not yeah that was the one thing about this house is it did not come with updated appliances we had to switch out the stove and the microwave because ours was better. <laughs> Remember? Yeah. It's like little yeah. by little, you yeah. know? That, that sounds, yeah. I'm if like, or when something goes, then you worry about it, you know? Yeah. Exactly. I almost got sucked in for the Memorial Day sales with the dishwasher, too, because it's like, oh, if you bundle, you could save like $400. And you're like, uh. And then I was like, I just want the fridge and I just can't think about it. And then I was like, it's a Samsung fridge, which everyone complains about, but I got the warranty, whatever it is, what it is. Um, but I was like, do I want to get a Samsung dishwasher too? You know, like maybe mm-hmm. I should stick with like the Whirlpool or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I didn't impulsively do it. I'm impressed. I know, right? Yeah. I know. My friend Laura makes fun of me that I'm impulsive. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was looking at fridges for weeks though. I just didn't know which one I wanted. And then when you saw it on sale, you were like... That made up my mind for me. Yeah. I, yeah. To be honest with you, someone I watch on YouTube, she's building like her new house and she was looking at fridges and I was like, ooh, I was so excited, which is so cool because that makes me excited for people that watch me. Like when I show shit that I think is like boring, but they're like, if they're like moving or want a new fridge, it's like, it hits. It helps. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like I like this girl, so I want to know what fridge she gets, mm-hmm. you know, and I know she likes to cook and shit like that. So it's like relatable. So she influenced me. You, an, inf- an influencer? influencer influenced an influencer. Yeah. Yeah. And then other little random funny story. So this weekend, somehow my parents got free Ed Sheeran tickets. Four of them. 
Um, and I'm not like the biggest Ed Sheeran fan. I'll just be honest. Like I know his like radio songs, but like I don't say no to a free concert either. So like I'll go. But the fourth ticket. So obviously, Zane Zane first. He has like a tennis tournament upstate or something. And then we asked Aaliyah because Aaliyah loves like music and concerts and Aaliyah couldn't. And then my mom was like, all right, maybe ask like a friend or something. I, guys, I went through my whole friend list. <laughs> Who's going to be like, in mom? Alaska? Who's going to be uh, working or a bridal shower? It's just literally like everybody. Literally. Was- I was like, mom, I'm out of friends. I don't know. Sell it. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, my fr- one of my friends is getting a boob reduction. The other one has work. The other one has like a bridal shower. My, I asked my cousin. She's going to be in Alaska. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. So I'm out. <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> when is the concert? It's this Saturday. Oh. I know. That oh, too. Like, And yeah. of course, you know, my parents, we're not, it's in Pennsylvania. So we're not going and driving home. We're staying. It's uh, so like whoever wants to come is going to have to stay in a hotel with me and my parents. Gotcha. Like a, gotcha, a buddy. Gotcha. She's like, bring a buddy. I'm like, it's till last minute. No, no one, no one can come. Yeah. So that's that. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> I'm like, I don't have any more friends, mom. I tried. <laughs> Everyone's got something going on. No one wants to fucking go to Ed Sheeran. I don't know. Watch uh, how we'll many, have fun. How many messages you get? I'll come. I would have come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On a road trip with my parents and stayed in a hotel. Everybody loves your mom and DIY dad. This is true. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. I don't know. I just hope my mom doesn't ask one of her random friends. <laughs> She's like, we got a bed with two queen, a room with two queen beds. I'm like, don't invite your neighbor, please. <laughs> oh man okay anyways it's so, funny. so stupid but it was just funny all right anyways we're gonna do some advice emails are we sure we want to do advice right now oh god just kidding do something more funny? Like, just kidding just kidding <clears throat> okay <clears throat> let me try before i get okay you try okay uh hey jerry and list happy monday or thursday Thursday it is. So it's my first time writing in, but I've been dealing with some depression for a while and stopped watching YouTube. But recently, I've been binging Alyssa's videos. I just want to say that I admire you and Zane's relationship, and I want that so bad. So I'm 20 and have an almost three-year-old daughter. I'm kind of looking for advice on if I should break up with my boyfriend, which is also my daughter's dad, and we just got our first town town home about six months ago. We started dating at 16, got pregnant about three months into dating, and pretty much just decided to stick it out and have a family together and be happy. It's just that I'm not that happy, and I don't mm. think he is either. Mm. We've been going through some rough patches lately and just out of the groove together. We don't communicate as much as we used to and kind of don't act like a couple anymore. Mm. I've expressed my feelings to him and even tried to end things romantically between us because I think we both have things we need to work on to grow into our own person because we kind of are codependent on each other because we've just been through so much becoming 17-year-old parents and having to grow up quickly and figure shit out. I just think I'm going to be happier if I'm single. Just want to make sure I read that right. I just think I'm going to be happier if I'm single, and I don't know how to tell him that. I really don't want to break up a family and the idea of having more kids with him, but I think our happiness just might mean more right now. I'm currently in college, and he's working full-time and looking to start another full-time job just for more income. There's another thing 
I don't, oh, that's another thing. I don't have any money, so I would most likely move back in with my parents if we broke up, and I don't necessarily want that. I just don't have the money or time for our job currently. I'm just so torn, and I'm tired of fighting with him. I just don't know if the grass is going to be greener without him, because uh, without him, not even looking for another partner. I just want someone who will do things without me having to ask. Sorry if this is longer than you guys usually get. I just can't stop thinking about what to do. I keep going back and forth in my head. I think you guys, in, your guys' insight might help me. Anyways, love, love you. you. Bye. Bye. Also, here's some pics of us. This makes my heart so sad because you guys look so cute. And your daughter is so cute. And I feel bad. This makes me sad. Me too. And you know, <sighs> like... Pictures can be deceiving yes. because it oh, really does look like you guys are a happy, perfect yeah. family with this picture here. Um, I think you said your answer in it. You said, I would be happier single and we're not happy anymore. But would she? You know, like, is the will the grass be greener? You will never know until you go to that grass. Right. <laughs> like, you just um, never will. And if, if you guys are meant to be together, then you'll lead back to each other. Maybe you need that time apart to experience other things. You've been together, had a, had a kid since you were 17 years old. Maybe you guys are just kind of in a lull and you need to experience life a little bit as an adult without each other. And then maybe you could reconnect. It happens all the time. People break up, get remarried, get divorced, get back with the person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's very like common thing i had my best friends growing up their parents got divorced and got married you know 20 years later they got remarried Aww. and it was just crazy like yeah getting remarried you yeah. know a couple of the kids had already gotten married and then they got back together and got remarried That's you very know nice that must have been very nice for the kids yeah their kids like oh mom and dad are back together yeah i don't know i'm very torn on this because i do believe that um you know, if there's nothing, like, other than, like, her saying they're just not the same or, you know, I, I don't know. Because I feel like you're a family and that shouldn't be an automatic reason to stay. But at the same yeah. time, I don't think if it's just, like, um, like, maybe even that butterfly feeling that you're missing out on that you're thinking maybe. But, I mean, you're saying that you it's not even that you're looking for another partner, so forget that, I yeah, guess. Yeah, you're just not happy. You're just yeah. like, eh, this is just not what I want. But have you really had these conversations? Have you expressed this to him? Because yeah, I think, um, sure, you guys can always go separate ways and come back together if that's what you guys so to choose to, you know, if that's what you want. Um, but also I think, I don't think you should walk away until you've really given it a fair shot. And I yeah. think addressing with him, you know, cause you said you don't think he's happy either. So yeah. I think you guys need to be very, very honest with each other and say, what do you like? Don't like, what do you want more of less of whatever? Mm -hmm. And see if you guys can come to some sort of agreement. If you guys, like I know when I went through my shit with Sid, it was like a, there's no coming back from this, yeah. you know, at the point, at yeah. that point, you know? So it's like, 
Like, we're both done. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact that she's going back and forth on her head makes me think, like, it's not a horrible situation that she just can't wait to get out of. Yeah. You know? And I don't want her to give up on a Mm -hmm. family for something that she might realize and regret soon after. You know? So I think definitely, I think having a really good, deep conversation and... um you know, you guys may in that conversation decide, you know what, maybe we're better off just co-parenting separately and That's the moving thing, right? On, like you, know? you can always reconnect because you're always going to be in each other's lives. Absolutely. And like to make it great for your daughter. And I'm sure you guys, if you guys are just like, yeah, the love kind of just faded and you're not like, you don't like hate each other, then I think you can have a nice relationship co-parenting mm-hmm. and maybe it can lead to something in the future. Also, you're in such a specific scenario because you're only 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Growing up, like Zane and I, it was a lot of work and it was difficult at times, but I think we also just like fit like puzzle pieces. So we did get like kind of lucky in that regard, but we also very easily could have grown apart. Like that could have easily happened because when you start dating someone that young and then especially going through your 20s, like we're still changing so much. You don't know who that person is going to become. You become such a different person. Mm -hmm. So like... If our like values, morals, life goals, just our life path didn't align, it probably wouldn't have worked out. Mm -hmm. So, but it's like, you guys have to be willing to have a love so strong that you can grow together in those years going from a teenager into your 20s. Like, it's not an easy thing to do. Absolutely. You're both like, and you have a child, Mm -hmm. you're changing so fucking much. So it's like... There needs to be a lot of strength in a relationship starting so young and wanting to make it last so long. So it's just such a different scenario that the age plays such a big factor, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. I think you you definitely said it well with like, I think through any relationship, I think like even with Ever and I, there's been plenty of opportunities where it's like, oh, my God, we could have walked away from each other. And it's like you choose. So you're in a relationship. You have to choose to like learn and grow together. Yeah. As shit comes your way and gets thrown at you, it's like, you know, you have to choose and work on making it work. You know, yeah. making it work. You got to put in the work for it to be successful. Yeah. So you guys need to sit down and be like, are we willing to grow right. in our 20s and make this work? Right. And then if not, then if not. But at least you had the conversation and you tried. Mm-hmm. The other thing that you say is you don't have money and you you would have to go back living with your parents. That's like, that's that would is. be what you have to do. Yeah, and then you would is. have to all like keep that in the back of your mind. That shouldn't be a reason that you choose to stay with him no. because you don't want to go back home. Yeah. Um, but at least you have that. A lot of people don't have the um, luxury of being able to go back home if that relationship wasn't to work mm-hmm. out. So I think having them there for you you know, like someplace that you could fall back on. I think you're very lucky to have. And um, I think that would make your decision if you chose to leave him a little easier that you're not going to be worried about where am I going to live with my daughter, you know? Yeah. So if I, you, you also, uh, sorry. Oh, no, go. You guys also, you, like, you never know when you sit down and have this conversation, you could come to a point where you're both like, all right, maybe we just need to like, restart pretend we're just friends we can stay in the town home because we're comfortable with where we're at we like our daughter having us both here and let's just step away maybe we'll sleep apart for a little bit you know like <clears throat> let's just try to separate ourselves before we make such a big decision to move out or sell the town home or whatever you want to do mm-hmm. like maybe it could you guys could come to the you know compromise of let's just live as roommates for a little bit and see where things go and then maybe start 
dating again. Yeah, you if know, you're feeling see. it, like whatever happens naturally. Yeah. Oh well, good luck. Also, you guys are like, a very beautiful couple. Yeah. Also, like this might be really harsh, but like picture him with someone else. <sighs> like that's so sad. Like you know what I mean? Like, yes. Like, is it something like, and if you're picturing him with someone else and you're like, actually, I wouldn't really mind that much. Well, then that's your decision. Right. Because honestly, I've thought about that. Like when I was saying like in the past, whenever and I go through shit, it's like, I could sit there and go, man, this mother effort. And it's like, I can't picture living my life without him by my side. Exactly. And it's like, if you could easily picture your man not by your side for the rest of your life, that's then I think that's a sign, you know, but vice versa. Can you picture him being with another woman? Same thing, right? It's like, well, that, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, yeah. Picture him with if another If you can woman. picture him with another person with mm-hmm. no problem, then I think also it's the same thing. I, that's a sign. Who you would know? be a stepmother to your children also. Right. So, so. That, I mean, there's a lot to think about, but yeah. I think, you know, have that serious conversation and you both have to be extremely br- brutally honest. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what I'm lacking or this is what I'm wanting. Yeah, like, and try to fall back in love with each other. Yeah. Just sounds like you guys kind of just, like, fell out of love. You listen, they were only dating three months before they got pregnant. Exactly. So it's, like, a very quickly rushed, you so like, young, like, you didn't even get to know each other before, you know? Like, it's, like, your end. Like you said, the age, it's such a... It's so that's different difficult. from being 17 to 20. And now you have a baby that's involved. It's like there's so much big changes happening and growth happening yeah. that it definitely, you have to put in the work. You both have to be willing to work on it, yeah. you know? 100%. Damn. Well, listen, I really do wish you guys really good luck. And like whatever yes. it's supposed to be will be. And you have to trust that, you know? Yes. Hmm. Oh, no, Alyssa. What? Read the title. Best friend breakup and they kept my books. (laughs) Not the books. Oh, God. (laughs) I just finished another one yesterday, actually. What's poppin', ladies? I'm an OG listener and have been listening since the beginning. Love all that you do. Thank you for putting so much thought and care into the podcast two times a week. Truly so inspiring. Well, let's get into it. Thank (laughs) you. So sweet. Last year was an extremely hard year for me mentally and physically. I've been battling Crohn's disease since 2019, and it's been a roller coaster of finding the right treatment. Last year, I was in a year-long flare-up, which ended with me having a colectomy surgery in December. I basically had a part of my colon removed. That's probably not how you pronounce that. Then probably I just fucked that up. Sorry. Uh, And now I have a temporary elistomy which means i shit in a bag literally lol during my hospital stay which about three weeks long i was only seeing my husband and parents so grateful for them my husband stayed with me every night and worked from the hospital my parents came every day so he can go home and rest for a bit literal angels during that time i really needed one of my best friends majority of my girls live in another city or just have a lot going on but i felt like there was one girlfriend in particular i could count on Long story short, she let me down. It got really ugly. She ended up coming to the hospital and got into a huge fight. Just to give you an idea of her intentions and visiting me in the hospital, she wanted to get me off my, quote, high horse because apparently I was making everything about (laughs) me, LOL. Imagine telling your best friend who's been in the hospital after a major surgery, traumatized and weak. I barely had the strength to talk and I was on nutrition because I wasn't eating. And that if it's not all about me, that I'm being mean and selfish. Just a glimpse of how I was treated by one of my best friends. 
I'll be honest, I was in such a vulnerable place that I also said some mean things to her and I recognized and apologized, but she wasn't realizing how she let me down when I needed her the most. My honesty was too much for her to handle, I guess. After that, things sort of got better because we talked it through, but never the same. There was always some tension when we would talk. The friendship consisted of another girl as well, so it was like a trio. Back in November, before surgery, I let them borrow two of my favorite books. Alyssa, you may see where this is going. Well, if you didn't guess by now, the two books I let them borrow was Verity and It Ends With Us. (gasps) Actually, I have both of those books out right now too, girlfriend, so they better come (laughs) back to me. One of them is with my mom and the other one's with a friend. Uh, Quite literally, two of the best coho books. Well, about two months ago, three of us were texting and the one I got into an argument with texted me separately saying how things have been off and how she would be doing herself an injustice if she kept our friendship going at this rate, basically breaking up with me, but the feelings were mutual. It was a very mature conversation and I felt pretty good with how that went. I went on to tell our other friend to keep her updated and she pretty much told me how she's been feeling the same way towards me and basically ended our friendship. That took me by surprise and actually really hurt. It really came out of nowhere. For the first time in my 30 years of life, I was experiencing a fruit, a true friendship breakup. The three of us have been a trio BFF group for over 10 years. There are days where I miss them, but I'm at peace because I'm a completely different season than in a completely different season than them in life. I still think you can have true friendships that may be in different seasons than you, but I guess this wasn't the case with them. Well, about a month after our breakup, I texted them saying, hope all is well, and if they can send my books back. I know, I know. Kind of petty, but when I let them borrow it, I boldly said, you guys better return my books or else, in a silly but serious way. They said they would return it after I sent that text, but I haven't gotten any word from them, and it's been a month. At this point, I'm letting it go. But I just wanted to share, because it's really annoying, and I'm still pissed off. With all that being said, be careful who you let you borrow your books. (laughs) I hope when I see my... When they see my books, their conscience gets heavy. (laughs) I also wanted to get that stamp that Alyssa mentioned with the saying who the book belongs to. Well, that was long. Jerry, if you read that, I'm so proud of you. (laughs) I hope this makes sense. It wasn't all over the place. Love you, ladies. I'll attach some pictures of a photo shoot I had about an hour and a half after surgery celebrating all that my body has gone through. Love you, ladies. Wow. Oh, my God. With the Chick-fil-A. I'm dead. Wow, wow, wow. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, fuck them is I right. I guess this doesn't even need advice, huh? <laughs> no. The only thing I want to say is if you're a friend, if you have a friend, I'm sorry, if you have a friend who's going through something and it is in that moment, it literally is all about her. And you as her friend should recognize that. And if you know that it isn't always, like she isn't a person who makes it all about her. God, is this coming? Do you understand what I'm saying? Am I saying it right? Because I do have alcohol in my system. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, but it's not even about, it's not even about like, oh, it's all about me. It's all about you. It's just like, just be there for your friend. It doesn't have to be all about her. It doesn't have to be all about you. Just be there for your friend. And if you're ending a friendship of 10 years, because while your friend underwent major surgery, it was about her, then you're a shitty friend. And I don't blame you who wrote in. That shouldn't for, even cross for her being mind. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. how selfish of you to be like, it's all about you. And I really don't 
appreciating it. It's like, it's <laughs> I not mean, like it that. is. It is. You just went through a major surgery. It should be all about you, and your friends should. Su- your friends should have supported you. So. I think you handled it really well. And I think like your attitude about like the different seasons and everything, I think you're a hundred percent right. Like uh, be at peace. I mean, you literally are at peace. You're very content and I'm very happy you for you to not be boohooing over them because they weren't worth crying over if they couldn't even be there to support you when you were going through something so major in your life. I think that's you know? how a lot of friendship breakups are. I think they suck in the moment. And then I, I always believe that everything happens for a reason, but then I feel like you, take a step away from it and time and passes like, and you look back and you're like oh, oh. i get why that mm-hmm. happened like that makes so much fucking yeah. sense and like yet yeah, sucked and like once in a while when it first happens you miss them but then time goes on and you're like i it doesn't matter to me anymore like that was a season in my life they were there for a reason mm-hmm. now they're not there for a reason we're on different paths like we do not relate to each other anymore right. and that's fine right like, and it's, it's like fine this girl's situation i mean I- I don't wish harm and I know she wouldn't wish her friends harm, but her friends had no idea what she was going through if they're so willing to not really be there for her to lean on. And it's like, I would hate for something to happen to them and then then go, wow, I should have been there for her. Now I understand what she was going through. You know, to be in that situation at such a young age, to be going through it alone because your friends are selfish and only think about themselves is just kind of shitty. So don't be shitty people, man. Be a good friend. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry. And listen, the smile on your face speaks volumes. You know, I'm happy that you had a good support um, between your husband and your, um, your parents. Like, I'm glad that you had a good support system there. (sighs) Man, be better people. Okay, advice. Hello, beautiful ladies. I just want to start by saying thank you so much for creating such a wonderful podcast and keeping all of our listeners listeners entertained every single week. You guys brighten my day and always give me something to look forward to. Thanks. You guys are so nice. Uh, now let's get into what I need you guys help with. Sorry if this is long. I'm 20 years old and currently navigating life being the single friend. I broke up with my boyfriend at the end of last year as our relationship was the definition of toxic. He was so insecure, constantly questioning my every move. I stood my ground and knew I deserved someone that would trust me. There's so much more to that story, but I'll keep it short as we may be here for a while. One of my close friends at the time also broke up with her boyfriend about a month before me, so we were newly single together. We were going out um, a lot of clubbing, to the pub, many social events during the beginning of the year. However, about a month ago, she started dating this new guy who I've met, and they're getting on great. However, this means that she is not going to be out as much as we used to, but I completely understand, and I can appreciate that. Also, my cousin, who's my age and literally my best friend, is also dating someone who she's been talking to for a while and things with them are becoming serious and I'm so happy for her. She's never had a boyfriend and seems so happy. However, this means my two closest friends are both occupied with the love their love lives and I feel like the odd one out. I'm not talking to anyone and I'm really struggling with feeling lonely. I work on my own and I work long hours, six days a week. This means social interaction is very limited all the time. I also have recently lost my man who literally was my best friend and I would spend every day off with her. Hmm? Wait, what? I also 
I have also recently lost my man. My nan. Nan. Sorry. It's the blurred vision, guys. Her nan, who was literally her best friend, and I would spend every day off with her. So between my friends, losing my nan, and working alone, I feel very lonely a lot of the time. Don't get me wrong. My friends are amazing, and I... And do really try to include me. However, I just can't shake the feeling of loneliness. I think most of it comes from the passing of my nan and the grief I'm currently going through. That woman literally was my everything. We were so, so close. And life without her will just never be the same. I think overall, I'm just a lost, grieving young girl who's crumbling on the inside. I'm very good with about putting a smile on my face and going about my day and then breaking down when no one's around. I hope this made some sort of sense and any advice you have would be very much appreciated. Thank you all. Thank you so much for all you do. I've attached a picture of my Nan on my 16th birthday and a couple of updated pictures of me now for the visuals. Okay. Okay, Love you. Bye. Okay. So how would you interpret this? Do you think she wants dating advice? Just advice in general? Um, how to deal with like your friends in a relationship and you're not i have advice on that i think the best thing that you can do is be supportive of your friends and i think you are mm-hmm. it sounds like you're like oh i'm happy for them like i'm good and they try to include her which right. is great yeah like just don't ever be that friend that makes them feel bad guilty for yeah. being in a relationship yeah, which just because you're not yeah yeah i don't that think at all my only advice honestly yeah. for that but is that you horseback riding wow I was going to say get some hobbies to keep your time occupied. But, I mean, if you're working six days away and you're riding horses, girl, you got plenty of (laughs) things to keep you busy. Yeah, just you got to give yourself time to, you know, figure life out. You don't always have to be in a rush, too. You know what I mean? Like, oh, your best friend and your cousin, that's your best friend, are in a new relationship. You just lost your nan. Like, give yourself time to, like, allow your body to literally, like, recalibrate, (laughs) literally, like, you don't have to be like, oh, everything's perfect right now, because it's kind of not, and, like, that's life, so it's maybe you just need to let go of the idea that you're supposed to be so super duper happy right now, because you're just in a phase of life where you're, like, shit kind of sucks right now, but let time pass, and, you know, I'll maybe meet new people, or I'll horseback ride some more, or maybe, I don't know how you feel about your job, but, you know, maybe you'll get a job that's not as lonely and you'll have better coworkers. Like, life changes. Mm-hmm. So give yourself time. Yeah, I would say absolutely. Give yourself some grace and allow yourself the time to sit alone. Like, allow yourself to sit alone in your thoughts, but it doesn't necessarily have to be negative thoughts. Like, not that I think you are. Um, she did say she's crumbling when no one's around. Oh, so you so are. Maybe, <laughs> well, breaking down, sorry. Breaking down when no one's around. So maybe you do need someone to talk to you also. Yeah, and maybe allow people to see you. Like, don't break down alone. Like, allow people to know how you're feeling without guilt. Like, you don't have to do it in a way that you guilt them for what they're doing in their life. Just saying how you're feeling may help you, you know? Like, not feel bad about how you're feeling, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, it's okay. Also, as a person who I'm an extremely codependent person, and um, I feel lonely a lot of the times, too, so it's hard. But you have to keep yourself busy. You know, like I can't go, oh, wow, well, look at them. They're doing this and those people are doing that and they're doing this. Like, because I would drive myself crazy. I have to just sit back and go, okay, well, what could I do? What could I get done? What can I do in my day to 
make it better for me you know it is definitely i mean that's why i had a drink this morning because it's a hard time for me right now with the transitioning of like not having a lot of people to count on me as my kids are growing and moving on with their life like that was all i ever had so it's kind of like you with your friends it was like you guys were single you guys were out and doing all this stuff and now they're in relationships and you're like yo whoa what do i do same thing i'm kind of going through the same thing with my kids growing on and not needing me as much it's like what do i do with myself you know (laughs) it's definitely a hard thing but you you just uh, maybe have a screwdriver wait how old are you (laughs) no seriously though like find something that you could do for you in your time without having negative thoughts like missing out on, wow, well, they're doing this and I'm not doing that. And I really miss my nan and da, da, da. like think about like positive things that you could do to change that mindset. Start reading books. I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> you can if you're not. Go That's ahead. all I can think about. Like it's the only thing that like takes me out of my own head. It's relaxing. It's puts you into like another space. Like, mm-hmm. It's something to look forward to, like, like when you're like, I don't know, like I've, I never like have an instance where I'm like, I'm bored. Like I always got something to do. So if you like, you gotta like have something to do, (laughs) you know, like I just think books are so good. Yeah. I think keeping yourself busy is, is good, but I also think not dealing with how she's feeling is not good. So I think that you also have to be able to express how you're feeling and not necessarily just break down when you're by yourself. I think having somebody that you could be able to talk to and like Alyssa is my go-to person. Like I came here this morning, (laughs) I vented, I feel so much better. Uh I got it off my chest. You need somebody that you can go. I mean, and maybe it's here. Maybe you'll feel better after writing this, you know, Mm -hmm. and hearing that you're okay. Everybody goes through it. You'll be okay. And like Liz said, even before with the other email, with the friendships, things happen, things end, you go through shit and you wonder why. And then hindsight, you're like, oh, I get it. Mm -hmm. And even me, I mean, I sat here crying this morning and a few minutes later, I'm like, I'm so stupid. Like I'm crying and it really is no big deal. It's like, sometimes we look back at how we were going through in that moment or how we were feeling. It was like the end of the world. Everything is crumbling down. I'm really going through some shit. And then it literally could be five minutes later where I'm like, huh. It's not so bad, you know? So maybe you'll look or you'll hear us or even when writing this, you'll go, okay, like I got it now. Yeah. I just, I just need to get that off my chest and now I feel better and I'll start reading books and go back to the clubbing and the pub, meet new people, new friends that are single to do it Mm -hmm. with, you know? I also would recommend if your uh, passing of your nan is really affecting you, like maybe a therapist that specializes in grief would be beneficial for you. Hmm. That's a good one, too. Yeah. Yeah. If that's like the main thing that's really bringing you down, like that's something that you should probably talk to someone that knows how to deal with that. Help you. Yeah. Yeah, Because like if your friends have never gone any, it's like, okay, sorry. Okay. Right. Like eventually you'll move on. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's not, you need to hear like the right things. Right. Very good list. Yeah. Okay, last one. Advice, please and thank you. Hi, Alyssa and Jerry. I've been wanting to email you guys for a while, but I've been scared too. I need advice on a couple things. But before I begin, I'd like to say how grateful that I am for y'all's podcast. It gets me through tough, long cardio sessions or when I'm driving. I know I speak for a lot of your listeners when I say that you guys have made a difference in multiple people's lives. And the fact that you do this out of the kindness of your heart makes it even more special. Oh my god. Oh my god, thank you. Alyssa, you're such a hard worker and whenever I need a boost of energy or motivation, all I have to do is watch one of your YouTube videos and it puts me in the mood to be productive because you're productive. 
Oh, thank you. It's amazing. You are, oh my God, she's still going. Wow. You are so ambitious and strong and I want to be like you when I grow up. We're the same age. Oh my God. Wow. Thank you. I always say I want to be like you when I grow up. Oh, thanks. And Jerry, I look up to you. You haven't had the easiest life and the fact that you have gone through what you have and came out so beautiful is amazing. You're so positive and empathetic and I can tell your heart shines so bright. Your advice that you give can be harsh at times, but you're always being honest and you speak the truth and that's what I love about you. I hope to be as wise and kind as you are when I get older. <laughs> Aww. She's like, I'm hard. <laughs> Literally, I'm like, wait, why did I have that drink this morning? <laughs> it is what it is. Shit, guys, I'm sorry if I'm harsh. I don't know. I, I just knew. I just know you. I was like, that's the only part that she heard. <laughs> that is all. the only part I heard. I'm sorry she if said I'm harsh. She's like, you're honest and you speak the truth, and that's what I love about you. Okay, that's what well, she means by that. Okay. <laughs> I'm. If anything, I feel like I'm harsher. So <laughs> you should have said that about me. <laughs> Uh, okay now on to my story i'm 24 years old you can be like me when you grow up because i'm 25 sorry i have to fix the laptop quick so you can be like me when you grow up um 24 years old i live with my mom and my sisters i recently moved back in after living alone for three years during that time i was working i had savings so i was living a comfortable life financial wise then i got fired from my job and last July, I had to move back in with my family. I had to pay fees to break my lease, and I put it on my credit card because that was the cheapest option. I went through a mental breakdown period, and I haven't had a job since I was fired. I'm now in over 20 grand in debt, credit card debt. Most of that is from my car payment that I still have to pay, my rent from when I was fired, and when I broke my lease. I haven't been able to keep a job due to my mental health, and I don't know what to do. It's added so much stress on my life that I don't even want to get out of bed. Working and also being mentally unstable is exhausting, and I'm not sure what to do. I guess I just need you to tell me. I guess I need you guys to tell me that I can do it, and it'll all be okay. I'm ashamed to tell my mom about my debt because I know she'll be disappointed in me. Another advice I need is mainly from Jerry. Listen up. I have a herniated disc in my lower back and degenerative disc disease. This makes it extremely hard for me to drive, be on my feet, or sit for long periods of time. This is another reason I can't keep a job right now. I go to physical therapy twice a week and I see doctors. When my back gets really bad, I start to spiral and extremely depressed because I literally can't do anything but lay in bed. And sometimes laying in bed is painful. What things help you, Jerry, when you feel the pain is affecting your overall well-being? I start to go into a dark place when the pain is bad and it's hard to get out of. Thank you so much to the both of you for taking the time out of your days to read emails from strangers. It's amazing what you two do, and I know hope you know it doesn't go unnoticed. That's so sweet. Thank you. Wow. You can do it. You can do it. Because guess what, girlfriend? That's the only answer. Otherwise, you're going to sit in bed, and nothing's ever going to change, and you're just going to be depressed. So you have to get up. You have to do it. You have no choice. Tell yourself that. I have no choice. You're going to start a great job and you're going to make some new friends and you'll have a new path in life. And you'll like that, that will is what will get you out of that mental period is breaking yourself out of it and living life and social interaction and starting to get back into paying. Like you're just going to let your debt pile up. That's just going to make it so much it's worse. It's just getting worse. Yeah. Like worse. get a job, yeah. start to pay off your debt, get a nice, you don't need to get your dream job. Just get a nice job that can help get you out of this slowly mm -hmm. and that's the only way you're gonna get out of your depressive cycle 
I agree you with everything. Yeah, you do have to just do it. It's hard. I've been there. You guys all know I suffer from depression. And sometimes it kicks the shit out of me. And Alyssa's right. Like, unless nothing's going to change unless I change, right? Yeah. If you're doing the same thing every day, the same thing is going to happen every day. You're going to, you know, doing the same thing yields the same results. Exactly. So the only way you're going to get changed is by changing. Yeah. And it could be something as silly as, you know, me with my nature. I love going on my walks. You know, it just, it releases so much and it just literally grounds me and it brings me such comfort. So it could be something as simple like that, but doing that instantly changes my mindset and puts me in a better mood. And then I feel like I can go conquer the world some days, not all, but it definitely helps. So I don't know how you are. If you're outside and you walk, do you feel better? Are you one with nature? Are you not? Like what makes you happy in a moment? Because if it's something like playing solitaire on your phone or going for a walk outside or watching an Alyssa video, something- Reading a book. Re- <laughs> reading a book. <laughs> is being annoying now. I if, swear I don't remember this. Um, but it would do something that can distract you for a few moments, you know, with whatever it may be. And then once you're distracted, get up and do something differently. Like Mm -hmm. you have to break away from that mind, like drowning. Trust me, I know how you're feeling. And it's debilitating. I mean, it's literally debilitating. If you allow yourself to say, like you shouldn't even say, there's days I don't even get out of bed. Don't allow like you, yourself. I feel like you would never do that. I could never do that. You I don't never. know why. Like, yeah. I can't even tell you how many times I'm so fucking exhausted and I can't even take a nap. I don't allow myself to. Yeah, maybe to. you shouldn't. You're on the other extreme. Yeah, yeah. I am on the other extreme. The other side of it. But yeah. I think that, but I also suffer badly from depression. So I think, like, because I know how debilitating it is, I don't allow myself to give into it. Yeah. I mean, I struggle with it, but I'm not going to allow myself to lay in bed all day. Even with all of my surgeries, even with all that pain that I had, I never allowed myself to just lay in bed and, and, and sort of like cave into that depression you know it would just make it 20 times worse yeah yeah and i know like my doctor and this might be something good for you my doctor would tell me every get up every once an hour just walk for five minutes even if it's just five minutes because all blood circulation blood circulation mm. helps with like inflammation and everything else you have to try to fight it you know I, and yeah. yeah i think just Again, outside, breathe fresh air. Like, I think it just really, really helps with your depression, personally. Me reading this, I think your biggest stressor is your debt. Because uh, speaking from from me personally, I could never. Like, that that would stress me. That would probably cause me to be depressed. Like, especially if you don't have a job. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't like owing money. I don't like, you know, like, I don't know. I just don't like feeling like that's like a cloud over my head so i think you need to get a rain on that and i think that that will make you feel a lot better because it's also like you went from living on your own and being very comfortably fine like financially comfortable and you were in your independent own place. Yeah. yeah like now you're like fuck now i'm 20 grand in debt but it's like and living home with mom and dad yeah you're like fuck yeah but you gotta pay that off because it's just gonna collect i don't know like it's credit card bills so you're gonna collect a shit ton of interest I'm stressed out for you. <laughs> Probably not making this better, but like you need to get that paid off. And you're not going to get it paid off without getting a job. And I understand right. if you're hurting physically, how it could be almost like 
an impossible sort of feat. But even if you do something part time, even if you do something from home, you know, like Alyssa with her sit stand desk. I know mm. when I was at my worst, you guys know on the podcast, I was on my knees. I was on the chair. I was standing up. I was laying down on my knees on the chair. It was a rotation I had to do, but I did it, mm. you know? And it was like, if you could do something from home where you could do, you could stand up for a few minutes and you can sit back down for a few minutes. You could stand up, do something that you could start, um, just making, even if it's a couple of dollars, those couple of dollars will go towards your debt. You know, you're, you're again, like I said earlier, you have the luxury of having parents that you can go home to. They're not charging you rent. So any money that you make, you should put 100% towards your to your debt right now since you are living with your parents. I think, because that's what I keep saying. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm turning this into a relatable thing for me, but I keep saying like, once I could go back to work, I'll feel like I'm a productive person of society. And I think that's gonna give me such a help to get out of my funk. So I think that would also help for you. When you're depressed and you're financially strapped right now, I think the best thing would be for you to go out, get a little part-time job, do something that you could physically do and start paying it down. And I think it'll start alleviating some of the depression. It'll help start alleviating the debt, obviously. And I think that'll just snowball into bigger and better. I think, you know? I think also like with finding a job, like think about things that just like interest you. Like, if you like pets, go be a cashier at a pet store versus going to be a cashier at like Bath and Body Works if you don't give a fuck about body washing candles. You know what I mean? Like go find a like, yeah, it's a little part time job, but find one that at least interests you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That like, you won't dread going into every yeah, day. Yeah, like you don't want to go be a fucking cashier like at a, a snowboarding place if you don't like snowboarding. That's right. fucking boring. Right. You know, like. Go be a cashier, someone that like somewhere that like interests you. Like my first job was a cashier at Five Below, and it was so fun for me with all the little tech things, and like that was like a really fun job for me. Like I loved it, but like would I want to go be a cashier at a Dick Sporting Goods? No, absolutely not. Right? No. Yeah, yeah. Like I'd rather be a cashier at somewhere that's like more my style. Like I'd rather work at a Bath and Body Works or a Five Below or a fucking like clothing store that i like you know Mm -hmm. so it's like think about it like sit down and think about like things that interest you and that could get you excited about a job like it could excite you like if i had to like step back and become a cashier like i would probably go work at like a pet store or something fun that would like bring me joy or like where was i recently where i was like this must be a fun place to work at I don't remember. Or like if you want to be a bartender, we're like, that's like a fun job, you know, like something social. Mm-hmm. I don't remember where I was recently, but I was like, this would be a fun cashier job. I know at 317 you said that. At 317 you were uh, like, well, oh, I never yeah. did that, but this would be a fun place. Yeah. I've always said that like before Serving. I got into my career. Yeah. That would have been a great job for me. I think I would have been so good at it. I would have been definitely nervous to like remember the menu and like deal with people. Like I know waitressing is not all that it's cracked up to be. Like dealing with people is fucking I, like my sister was a waitress her whole life and I've heard so many stories. But I'm like, it just would have been fun for me because I I was like that at five below, like socializing with yeah. people and like cheering people up and like I like the hustle bustle, like running back and forth from the kitchen to the tables. Like that would definitely have been a fun job for me. As being but then a dealing with somebody who's waiting 10 minutes for their drink would like, oh I'd want to punch somebody in the God, face. Oh my God, you guys. Oh my that God. Girl. Oh my God. 
when Zane and I, I forgot to tell that story. That was probably something that I was like, I forgot there was another story. And when we were, when I was talking about it on the podcast, and mm-hmm. that was probably it. We went out to like a, a, a breakfast lunch, a brunch before we left the next day. And some lady, not even, she was probably in like her early 30s. She was not like an older lady. Um, and I was embarrassed for her. But a few tables down, she was like, we have not gotten our drinks. It has been 10 minutes. Okay, right? So the guy's like, okay, yeah, I'll get you your drinks. Okay, bye. Not even, I kid you not, like two, three minutes later, we like she gets up to go walk towards the waiter and he's walking towards her and she like stops short and she's like, I mean, like with her hands flaring in the air, can we get some service? Something. That is, I, I have been waiting for 10 minutes for my drinks and that is why I'm upset. Mm. I was like, bitch. Talk about entitlement. Like entitlement. Such a bitch. And also like, I get it. If you're waiting a long time, I'd be like, oh, listen, like, not a big deal but like i've been waiting like a quite a long time do you think you could just check on my drinks but not with the hand gestures like ask in a nice way Mm -hmm. like if you're waiting for your food for about listen it's been a while like can you just check make you know make sure the order was in whatever Mm -hmm. like there's a nice way like i understand people got shit to do you they want service fine Mm -hmm. but also we're sitting outside in my opinion when you're sitting outside at a restaurant you're kind of like agreeing to the fact that they're prioritizing the inside people they're the closest to the kitchen. They kind of kind of forget to go outside more. Like, it's more of a hassle to go all the way outside. Like, you're kind of putting yourself in the position of, I'm going to get a little bit less service, in my opinion. Would you agree? If you sit outside at a restaurant? I think that you can get lost, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah like, forgotten about. For sure. I, I would expect that. Also, I don't know how many tables that that particular waiter had on the inside. You know, exactly. like when we went out for Aaliyah's birthday, that girl was running that whole area. Section, so yeah. it's like, but we saw her going from table to table to table to table. So yeah. we didn't have a problem that we were waiting because we yeah. could see how busy she was. Yeah. When that lady is sitting outside and it was only you and her, for example, she don't know how, if he has 20 more tables inside mm-hmm. that he's dealing with. So mm-hmm. the fact that you're outside and you're closed off from that was, you know. Yeah. Or like, if the bar is packed and, and the the bartender you're on the yes. list waiting yeah, you ordered I'm, a special cocktail you're gonna have to wait for your special cocktail it's not water or soda in a fucking glass right calm down i don't people. know what it was if it was soda but whatever it doesn't that's besides the point anyways okay answer her about her back okay and then we're about your back um i mean it seems like you're being proactive with going to physical therapy and you see your doctors i don't know how bad it is if they recommended surgery i for one I hate promoting surgery because I definitely think that people can heal on their own and do it through natural ways and such. But also if um, in my situation, if you have a nerve that's being pressed on and causing all sorts of issues, I would say the sooner the better if it is offered, depending on how bad it is, because you don't want to have like be left with permanent nerve damage and have like the rest of your life be like it is now, you know, so. I would um, just be proactive with it. I know that laying in bed is is kind of the worst. I know sometimes it feels like you can't do anything without the pain, but get up and walk. Like they, oh, I'm telling you, if you don't have the book Back Mechanic, I recommend getting it. It teaches you just like the better ways to, for movement and, and positions and stuff like that. Sleep with pillows under your knees. Uh, just... Constant movement, in my opinion, always helped me, which is why I would get up, stand up, lay down, you know, constant. It's a constant, constant thing. I think staying in one position too long only exasperates the pain. So that's my recommendation. Love it. 
and I really, I feel for you. <laughs> yeah. I definitely feel for you. There's times lately that I'll get a little bit of a, like from my, my ankle pain or that leg pain, like, and I'm like, holy shit. Like, I, it, it's like, um, it's a very humbling experience yeah, for me. Yeah, you're like, thank God I don't feel like that all the time anymore. Yes. And I'm like, how the fuck did I deal with that pain yeah. 24 hours a day, seven days a week for all those years? Yeah, it's like, that's crazy. I am so grateful that I am better. Yeah. I mean, not 100%. I'm in pain every single day, but it's tolerable, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But I, I, yeah, I could never. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. So, yes, take care of yourself. Don't allow it to get worse by allowing, just sitting. Get up. Yeah. Movement. Again, Back Mechanic. I highly recommend that book, Back Mechanic. And maybe do talk to your parents about it. About the debt? I would. But I don't know the relationship with you have, but like, don't be worried about them like judging you. Like, that's what your parents are for. Like, maybe they will give you some wisdom or advice or some sort of help and it will make you feel better. And not so alone. And also, call the credit card companies. Mm. I mean, especially if it's one credit card. If you have one credit card with all that, call them. Be like, listen... I was fired. I'm struggling right now. Can you just like put it on pause? There's a lot of times that companies will give you a little bit of grace, you know? So there's no harm in asking, right? I mean, worst case, nothing happens. Best case, something happens. Mm -hmm. So it's like, there's no harm in asking if they can sort of like defer payments for a little bit and let Mm -hmm. you get back up on your feet. Can you like file for like... You could do like a reconciliation of like um, debt, like pennies on the dollar and stuff like that. But it goes on your credit, you know, okay. it'll be. I'm sure there's a lot of things that yeah, and options that you could look into. Yeah. Like just start Googling getting out of debt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like you might come across something that'll change it for you. Yeah. And I change definitely think like it getting up. You know, like like a sand desk, like something like that. I'm telling you, you'll just, you'll just feel better physically. And then which when you're physically feeling better, you're mentally feeling better. Also, when you're mentally feeling better, you're physically feeling better. Mind over matter. If I sit here and wallow in my sadness, I'm going to feel more sad, right? So it's like, you got to be able to break away. (laughs) I'm so uncomfortable right now. You got to be able to like break away from the monotonous the monotony mm-hmm. that you're living right now because it's not a healthy way. Yeah. And take advantage of the fact that the weather is nice now. Because once well, winter Depending hits, on where you are. Yeah. Wait, yeah. But yes. I feel like most... Of, yeah. If you're not in like Australia or something. <laughs> where it's like winter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Take advantage of that. The It's not dead of winter, February, fucking depressing. And you can't leave the house. Like mm-hmm. take advantage of the fact that you can get out there. Like Or like I would probably, if I had to go get a job like that, I would go work like at like the salt shack at the beach. Like something like good vibes, like I'm outside, people like somewhere where people are happy. Right. Like they're going on, they're going out to the beach. They're they're in a good mood, you know? And let me just like, I'm sure she's sitting there going, guys, I can't move. My back hurts. Your back is going to hurt whether you're laying down or whether you're out there doing something. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So sure. Don't go lifting heavy shit. Don't bend, bend at your knees. Like all those things that they tell you when you have an injury. Sure. Live up to them. But just sitting down doing nothing is only going to make you physically worse and mentally worse off. So you're going to be in pain either way. Be in pain doing something like Alyssa said with the good vibes. Go to a beach shack or something like that or like a pet store if you love pets. I remember the place I was thinking of. Where? Where I, uh, uh, Grace Loves Lace, when I was trying on the dresses. Uh, I'm uh, like, this must be be so like, everyone's coming in like. Such in a good mood. For like their most exciting day. Yeah. So something like that. Yeah, something that, that you're interested joy. into. Yeah, something that brings you joy. Just, you don't want to go work at like a f- funeral home. <laughs> like, you know what <laughs> I mean? mean? 
<laughs> but yeah, like just even a part time for right now. Yes. Start yes. off slow and then you never know. Maybe you'll find your calling in some place that you least expect it. You and know? on that note. <sighs> okay, okay, love you. Bye. Bye.